Good morning. Alfie Go is in here. Holy shit! Look at that hair. Oh my god. I look like the Don, except I got look at that thing. Fucking eighties. Why, children? Do you have your coffee? Uh, is this even on? There we go. I can hear myself. Where was this? Invisiblehandfashion.com. It's the Clary Podcast. We're doing another one. Because I'm charitable and nice as fuck. Because you're all cooped up. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait until everybody gets what they want working from home. Be careful what you wish for. You're all, you're all, oh, we can finally commute from home. We don't have to commute anymore. And then you're like, hey, what's there to do? And now that they shut down the bars and the social activities and the bowling alleys, now that that's all shut down in the brew pubs, oh, let's go to a brew pub. Hey, do you like uncomfortable seats made of pure wood and, and metal? No, we can't have any other material in a brew pub except. Hardwood and metal. You know how comfy a Chipotle is? Like, you just feel like they want you to get the fuck out and they keep the temperature at about 43 degrees? That's what a brew pub is. How can you go to a brew pub? They're just, I've never been to a, have you ever been to a cozy brew pub? They don't exist. Yet there we go with our beers and our beards. Oh, we're at a brew pub. What do you mean there's no more brew pubs? What am I going to do? What other uncovered? Oh, all these millennials with their beards going outside, sitting on rocks. Oh, it feels like a brew pub. I'm sitting on a hard service. <clears throat> but I am here not because I have cabin fever or got fucking nothing else to do. Holy shit. Finish the taxes. Finish the books. Hold it. Oh, and now everyone's picking on me for my hair. Hair very looking very trumpet. What's another girl? What is this? This is the fifth girl. Maybe even the sixth. Who oh, are you guys leaving the door open? There's women in the show. What's going on? Should I go do my hair? Claire, you look disheveled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a little rough, isn't it? I Hang on. I'll be Hang on. There. And in two minutes, Cappy did his hair. Oh, the girls hate it. 
Every girl I've dated. I guess it's every girl ever. Hey, uh, you want to go out? Yeah. Flip, flip, flip. All right, let's go. <laughs> when you get so ready so quickly? Because uh, I don't have long hair. I'll grant women that. Uh, but you women are slow as fuck. That's also what it boils down to. You're just slower than fuck and your anal retentive. Uh, I have uh, the GF. It's very sad. My GF has a very natural beauty. Um, it's This is not the case with most women. Most women, they got to put on makeup because uh, you get at least a, you ever see a woman without makeup, you understand, oh, they they, they got to make themselves up. Yeah. yeah they gotta make, otherwise, it looks like we live in the caves. And they add at least a, a point to their 1 to 10 scale with the makeup. Uh, but then there's some gals where it's like you maybe get a quarter point, like they're just naturally beautiful. You look like, what if, what if, and then, see, I always look on the negative side of things because that's how you should look at life. I'm like, so you've been fucking around doing your makeup all this time. It takes half an hour when you don't really need it. You could be like me, foop, fop, foop, fop, boom, done. Let's go. Life is outside. Let's go. Can't imagine why y'all make a fraction of what we do. Can't imagine. But aside from the extra effort, women do have to put, and I'm, I am being fair, women do have to put a lot more effort into the physical appearance. I won't hit the gym. Oh, fuck no. Eight hours in front of the mirror. But, oh, whoa, whoa. Touch a piece of broccoli, go on the treadmill. Fuck no, that's the worst thing. I'd, I'd rather have a popsicle stick of coronavirus just shoved down my mouth. Frozen corona popsicle sticks. <laughs> Anything but the gym. But aside from taking more time, which they have to, I understand that. Uh, you girls are just slow. You're just slower than fuck. I, I've seen now every once in a while, there's been a gal that's been on my six. Like, you just intuitively know, like, okay, again, she's up, she's got that, that. But then there's some gals where, like, they're grabbing their purse, they're get, the keys are jingling, you know? Dog response, Pavlovian response. Oh, the keys are jingling. We're on our way out. We got the green light. Launch the planes. Oh, fuck no. That's just bitches jingling the keys because, well, uh, uh, and then there's still, like, five minutes left to go. And are they, and you're not. You girls aren't. You find, oh, I, I might get my, my period, even though I just had it a week ago. I need to grab some tampons, and I, I need this. Make, what if my makeup, oh, what if the wind blows one hair out of Oh, I need that. It's like, bitch, we're not going to war. We're not, we're not going away for three weeks. We're going to fucking McDonald's. Put on a fucking hat. Get the fuck ready, and we're going, no. And that... Whatever that X factor is, that multi-productivity factor, I don't know what it is. That's what they call it in economics. There's this thing called multi, multi-factor productivity. It's like, well, we've accounted for capital. We've accounted for um, you know, equipment and technology. We've accounted for labor efficiency. But there's this unknown uh, variable. It's like dark matter. It doesn't, what we've accounted for doesn't fully explain what we're seeing for in the real world. And then they call it, I think it's, don't quote me, I think they call it multi-factor productivity. And that it's this, this variable, you gals just fucking move. Hustle, I guess, is what we call it. Glenn, Erica Shanta Williams, she ain't got that problem. I bet you Erica Shanta Williams, Erica's classy climb, look her up. I bet you she's not like jingling keys five minutes before she's ready to go. Come on, bitches, let's go. Not that I've ever heard her sound like that. I'm just a sound like, let's go. 
Gotta buy land in Texas. Hmm. Hustle, move. Jesus, all right, lady. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she had a picture of her. She's just she's in a cornfield or something. She's just pointing. She's just like, the hustle never ends. I said, what the fuck are you doing? Pointing to Iowa? <laughs> oh. And so we're here. We're here. Um, I want to try and start being positive. The great one, sinlibsocial.com. If you guys are looking for podcasts, because I have a feeling everyone's going to want to be buying books. looking for something to do i think people are also gonna be listening or looking for podcasts may i recommend pushing rubber downhill.com and sinlibsoch.com warning on sinlibsoch a little bit more extreme even than i am and sinlibsoch he's called the great one he's he's got a new thing he's doing where he he starts out with what he's thankful for and i i i could do that yeah i could go through that and and I was like, oh, I'm thankful there's no more community. And then I look and I this morning, I was sitting in bed with my co-host. Oh, is there any coffee? Oh, it's gone. Uh, I was in there with my cup of coffee, and I'm like, I wonder what, I wonder what Denver Ben's up to. He doesn't he doesn't commute, but I'm, I wonder what traffic looks like in Denver because it's rush hour time in Denver. Green. What's that rush hour look like in Minneapolis? Green. Chicago, got to be traffic in Chicago, green. I bet you right now, what time is it? Ah, my phone's, you know what? Let's take a look. Let's take a look. It's it's rush hour now in Seattle. I bet you there's no traffic in Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> it's green. I was trying to be pie. Oh, I'm thankful for the, and then it dawned on me. It, it's empirical proof. It's vindication. We never needed to commute these past 20 years. All the pain and suffering. Think about, really think about this. All the pain and suffering and strokes and heart attacks and frustration and short fuses and yelling at your wife because she jangled the keys prematurely. But it's a fucking cancer. I can't think of anything worse in America or the world than traffic. It fucking kills you. It takes it some ki- if you're a dipshit living in California, it takes a quarter of your waking life away. Ruins families, gets divorced, keeps you from your kids, and you close seat, you baby boomer fucks. You're not smart. You're not maliciously evil. There's only two reasons you baby boomer fucks literally kept an entire country, almost two generations of people hostage when the technology allowed us not to be commuting these two fucking decades. It's because you're too fucking stupid because you're so, you, you got boomer tech. At the class, if I can't say you, how do I know you're working? We've gone over that a million times. But then there's this sadistic, controlling fuck. This evil, there's no other way to say it, where you just don't want people because you're a dick. You're a cunt. And I will use that word without abbreviating because this was lost in monetization anyway. You're a controlling, sadistic fuck. And you just have to see people, even though it's ruining their lives. 
Well, how, how do we get more people to have more children? I don't know. Maybe give people an extra. It's literally giving them at least 12%, one eighth of their day, one eighth of their working day, more freedom. Give them an extra eighth of vacation. Maybe we could have breakfast together. Maybe we could have lunch or dinner together. Maybe we could talk to our spouse, hang out with our kids. Hey, kids, how was things? How was stuff? Oh, did you draw that? A little, little pipsqueak draws you a crayon crap drawing the three-year-olds draw. Oh, my God, sweetheart, look at that. Or do you want to have fill out a TPS report at Inatech? And it's just proof. I know it's Corona. I know it's, but it forced, it, it was like an experiment. You know, we're testing it on rats. It doesn't matter why we're not commuting. Oh, Corona chant. It's the fact we aren't commuting. It is it possible? Yes, it is. And there's no, there's no fucking traffic in Chicago. How many hours? Let's look up. Do you want to look up L.A., the worst? It's green. I've never seen it. It's fucking green. <laughs> this, is, this is like, who was, I think it was my mom of all people telling me that. There's a gal. They went and they did a documentary or an interview or something. And there's this woman, because math is, is women's expertise and finances are too. They went in, a couple went into a financial advisor and they were having to afford this is quite some time ago. And they, they had to daycare wasn't quite as expensive back then as it is today, but they still had to pay for it. And she had to have a career, her career, so I part my career, 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 career. And of course, it wasn't like engineering or a doctor or surgeon or an entrepreneur, which would be legit. I'm not talking bullshit, multi-level marketing. Well, I'm a I'm an ambassador for essential oils. <laughs> I are a businesswoman. I run a business. No, you don't. Shut the fuck up. So the interview is, <clears throat> they brought the guy in or the gal, I don't know, some financial advice, somebody who knew math. And they said, look, these past 10 years, which you passed up on with your ch had children. Uh, yeah, you would have come out ahead had you just not worked and stayed the fuck home and raised your children. And she just started crying. <laughs> 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 oh God, don't be dependent on a man. Anything but that, which you're not because you have government fucking programs. You can at any, it's only up ladies. You got every opportunity. So I don't know why you're choosing, to, but oh, it was someone, I didn't see it, but I wish I could have seen it because I would have loved to see you cry. That would have been funny as fuck because I like seeing stupid people suffer. I like seeing the delusional suffer. And she just started crying. And this is the same thing. How much have we given up as two generations now? Because these baby boomer fucks force us to work. And we don't have to. Whether it's Corona Chan or maybe just a policy of, hey, we're going to telecommute when possible. There's no traffic. This, this veritable cancer on our society. Why well, look, here's the answer. I've talked about it before. We also don't have to go to school. These physical brick and mortar places that cost us half a trillion dollars a year. How do we pay off? How do we pay off the national debt? 
uh, how how do we help? Uh, how do we? Let's say we wanted to bail out student. How do we bail out the student loan cry? Um, get rid of the fucking physical schools. Get rid of nearly all the teachers. You know, we get like a head, like you get the top 10 economics teachers and the top 10 chemistry teachers and the top 10 math teachers and the top 10 whatever. Every from K to college, you get the top 10, the best. They put it out on the interwebs. There's a, there's a, uh, what do they call it? <clears throat> Not a rubric. That's what fucking dipshit. Acad a rubric, a paradigm. Oh, I, I are so smart jerking off with my little dick. A, not compendium, what's the word I'm looking for? A platform, a, a schedule, a, a lesson plan, whatever. You download the tests, you download the assignments, and everybody fucking self-educates. Dare I suggest a parent stay at home? Oh, wait, you can because you can work from home. And while you're working on your work, your children are working on their homework. And then you hold them up to the standards and we could get rid of the fucking schools forever. And kids could accelerate. They go as fast as they want. Hey, kid, you're a genius. You're 13 years old and you want to learn to pro. Boom. Hey, now you can make $35 an hour at the age of 13. I, I wonder if that would solve our financial problems. Like, a whole extra decade of work and production and no debt added to a generation? You can start working at 13, make your money? Uh, Aaron, what about the stupid people? Oh, I guess it sucks being stupid then, huh? You mean life isn't fair? Oh, oh, because but keeping stupid people in school instead of getting them out to do a trade or nothing wrong with serving uh, retail or anything like No, we got to keep them locked down. We got to keep them in the fucking prison where they're not learning anything, by the way. They're not actually getting a skill or a trade. Oh, and then because we just can't suck enough dick, we're going to lie to these kids and say, yeah, you should go to college. We're Texas A&M. We actually, they actually do. Look this up. Texas A&M actually has created a program where they're accepting mentally retarded people. And they're going to force, is that going to help them? It was the biggest, they just created jobs for these special ed professors who need to be dragged off the street and shot, frankly. <sighs> but you're not helping the people. You're hurting them. Keeping them locked up in school. Uh, but they, who's going to watch them? Oh, so it is babysitting. Oh, I don't, you know what? Not my problem. Not my responsibility. Not my fault. You fucked. You didn't abort the kid. It's your responsibility. You take care of the kid in the happy new world where there is no school, physical school. What if the parents aren't good and they don't force their kid to study? Oh, you mean like the current set of parents who don't force the kid to study, but then send their fucking rat bastard child to fuck up the education of other kids because he or she is deterred in the punch bowl. And now we all got to play to the lowest common denominator. Now, Frankie, who could go off and become a programmer, join Bill, whatever, he's got to go the, the speed of, of Bob because Bob doesn't know his dad and his single mom whore who fucking doesn't give a shit about Bob ain't going to fucking discipline him. Let's all go the speed of Bob. I, <clears throat> there are so many lessons to pull from this. So many. But 
homeschooling has got to be one of them. Having the balls going forward for you young millennials and Gen Zers, refuse to commute. If you don't have to commute, say, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working from home. Working from home. No. And, and start your job search that way. <clears throat> oh, you need me to come in? No, I'm sorry. No, it must say telecommute. It must say telecommute. Just hold them hostage. You know what? Go on the fucking dole. Collect a fucking welfare check. Live at home. One thing, and in a, even though we mock and ridicule the neats, the neither unemployed, these loser men, I guess you could say women too, but it's predominantly men. At least they got some self-respect. It's like, yeah, I'm not. No. No. <laughs> no. Get up at 6 a.m., stay in traffic in the cold. In Minnesota, it's the cold. You got to be in the cold. Cars got to heat up. Oh, my hands will get on that steering wheel, and it'd be like minus five. You're like driving like this. You people in the South don't got to worry about that. Go in, fire up a computer. Wow, it's just like my computer at home. And I could I could access my computer at home with the technology. And then there's this ball-headed fat fuck. I need you in. <clears throat> Tell them no. Women got lip. They got attitude. You don't need me. Best man, woman, sports. Bio. Fuck no. Guy coming in there, fat, blood. Hey, baby, what? No. Karen at HR. Well, you have to come in for trading. And you have to. And maybe if you're really, really, really good, we'll jiggle the keys in front of you. And then maybe after six months, we'll let you work Half a day a week from, no. Welfare check, give it to me now. Fuck off. Uh, you have to come in and take our assistant reserve diversity studies for, for two years. No, fuck you. Western Governors University, trade school, welfare. Fuck you, no. You have to send your child to the Minneapolis or St. Paul public schools where the world's shittiest teachers, the shittiest parents throw the shittiest kids in the fuck you. No, there's a virtual high school that's accredited. I could take it there and I could graduate at 14 fucking years old, go work, make money, teach myself a skill. No, 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 no. But what about the air? Hey, let's go here. <laughs> it shows you. Here, read this article. Teachers. I'm a teacher and it feels like my city doesn't care about my life. By Emily James. No, Emily. You're finally getting the fucking point. The world is not about you. I haven't even read this article. I haven't. Um, it's. It, but it's it just tells you everything you know need to know about the mentality of teachers. These let's go over it again, boys and girls. Most teachers, not all. I know there's some good teachers. All three of you in the entire United States. Some teachers went away from high school, went away from school, and got real world working experience and came back. But most teachers are adult children who never left school since the age of five. And they are so arrogant, so lazy, and so fucking talentless and worthless. All they think about is themselves. And many years ago, many years ago, we're almost talking 20 years ago, when my realtor and I first, he's like, you ever run into, he, he was, he's my, a little bit old. He says, you, you date teachers a lot? I'm like, 
I guess I don't I don't think so. I maybe probably did in hindsight. He's <laughs> like every teacher that comes in looking for a house, they got to tell me three times they're a teacher. And I didn't get it. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. Maybe it's just my realtor's coincidental experience. And then as I've gotten older and interacted with TGC and protesting because like they don't make their hundred grand a year because they, you know, somebody hits a ball over a fence. I realized just what low quality. I'm serious. Yes, I hate teachers. I hate you teachers. I hope you all fucking get a visit from the great Corona Chan. I hope you all fucking go away. You're fucking tyrants. You're fucking Nazi concentration camp guards as far as I'm concerned. You're hypocrites and you're frauds. But above all else, you're just weak. You're pathetic. You have no real world working experience. And you only see the world in your way. And I think what, what really perturbs me, what really gets under my skin, the sand in my vagina about teachers is how you hypocritically grab children and hide your cowardly cowardness and, and laziness and parasitism behind the children. I, it's what you tell you. No, you're just a lazy, no good fuck. That's the, and, and here, here's the empirical evidence. <clears throat> the whole world is shut down. You're not the only one, sweetheart. And here's this precious, and I, I know, is this from the Huffington Post? Is it clickbait? I don't know. But I'm using this as exhibit A, unless someone says, oh, yeah, you know, she, Emily James is really, she doesn't really feel that sorry for herself. She's not really that much of a kuantahaha. She just wrote this puff piece, puff piece to get traffic, to get attention. Well, I don't, I got to take it at face value. Here's a teacher. I'm a teacher. And it feels like my city doesn't care about my life. Yes. Yes. Without the fake environment of putting guns to people's heads saying, give us money or you go to jail so we can pay these teachers. So we could create this make work government job. Where, oh, you're amazing. You're teaching the future. And now that it's gone, now this facade has been removed, just like Corona Chan has proven we don't need to commute, the reality is exposed. You're right. Nobody cares about you. You're a talentless, worthless fuck. You offer nothing of value. We don't love our children. That's why we drop them off with you, for you to raise them under the guise that you, with your 95 IQ and your degree in early childhood education, is somehow teaching them something. And now they left out to the real world. <laughs> Do you realize no one's celebrating me? I didn't get a teacher award. There's no one singing my praises. As a teacher, right off the bat, as a teacher, I'm a teacher. See, I'm a teacher. It's like the, which Grand Theft Auto was it? Was it three? Were you playing through the radio and they did the commercials? So as a mom, I need to think because I'm a mom. And I'm a mom because I'm a mom. And, oh, great. You spread your legs and fucked. As a teacher, as a teacher. Hey, how about as somebody who fucking charged the beaches of Omaha? Huh? How about the guy who landed the satellite on the asteroid? How about, how about the garbage man who picks up the garbage? How about that? One day in the life of a garbage man is more production, more value to society than an entire career of being a teacher. As a teacher? In New York City for the past 14 years. I can't do it. All right. <clears throat> My colleagues and I have always lived with the sinky feeling that we weren't valued by the powers that be. 
After all, our classes are overcrowded, our resources always to fight to attain, and we are grossly underpaid for the emotional, intellectual, and physical work we do. You, you don't have it tough. You just never had a real job, sweetheart. Let me explain. You, you've ne- this is why you teachers think it's tough. This is probably like this is the only job you've ever had. So you think this is tough. No. Go roof. Go lay sod. Put in a retaining wall. Go, go work a real job. Stay up really late at night. Work the overnight shift for years. Oh, you win nine months out of the year and you babysit. We, we don't have enough money. Really? Really? What? You, don't, you, don't, you can't just go get some books? You can't throw something up? What materials do you need? And I don't have to go. You're not underpaid. When we stop having millions, literally millions of education majors graduating every fucking year and hitting the labor market, then you want more money? Go do something hard, sweetheart. You all about women do anything, fish, bicycle. No one's stopping you from going into engineering. But the math is hard, and it's my dream. It's my passion. <clears throat> we need to make Corona Cham popsicles. Corona popsicles. <laughs> yeah, if you suck on this, you'll get all the funding in the world. You make six figures, and children will love you and will sing your praises. But these past few weeks has become even more apparent. As the coronavirus began to spread through New York City's health professional scientists and government leaders began warning us all to stay home, writing all over the wall for everyone to see. As we were told to separate, to socially distance ourselves, we hope that our lack of trust in our leadership was just a feeling that those in charge would do the right thing. They didn't. What do you do? <laughs> what do you mean they didn't do the right thing? Like, you know, in one hand, I'm hoping the leaders do the right thing. They didn't do the right thing. You're you're so stupid and you're so agency-less that you've chartered and given up all control. I hope the leaders do the right thing. They didn't do the right thing. Well, lead yourself, bitch. Now you got how much you want to bet she's not going to spend her time on, like, uh, Khan's Academy, learning how to skill a trade-up. Our union engaged in a vicious battle for days to have... Mil- Again, the hubris and arrogance, the teachers only love themselves. They always come first. What? There's a global pandemic? We better get ours. What are you going to do for teachers? Uh, Are you teachers capable of thinking of people aside from yourself, especially the children? Again, is this clickbait? Is this real? Hang on. Let me get you guys are already sending in the super chats. Let me get this before I forget it. Competent man. Just give me a second, guys. I don't want to. There we go. Our buddy Rahul. Where's Rahul? Rahul. Dang it. I'm going to have to walk in and do this later. Just hold off on the super chats, guys. Just hold off. I'm going to put that there so it holds my spot. Uh, Our union engaged in a vicious battle for days uh, to have Mayor Bill de Blasio and Chancellor Richard Carranza. What's a chancellor? Do the right thing. Take the 1.1 
million students and 75,000 teachers are the incubation centers for the virus are overcrowded, undercleaned New York City schools. Yet day after day, our mayor stood up at a podium and the blue room told us to continue business as usual. Our schools are important, he said. Here's what we heard. Our lives are not. <clears throat> he said in new safety measures that we all knew were impossible to fill deep cleaning and sanitizing that was beyond our labor capacity or our custodians. Social distancing that we knew was how, how dude, I remember substitute teaching. I got those little kids to pick up the place like, like that. You got little slave labor. Hey, clean this up. Let's go. Well, you didn't fill out form 32 B and it wasn't approved by the labor union and all oh, our hands are tied and all oh, that's extra work. I need to get paid. That's not in my job description. How much you want to bet that's, that's the New York union uh, teachers union. Oh yeah. There's no, <laughs> fuck it. This the, who, here's who's teaching your kids, guys. This fucking weak, spineless fuck. And this is this is not just this one person. This is all of them. I mean, not all of them. There might be one of the seventy five thousand New York City school teachers that may have had a real job. Social distancing, and we knew was impossible. And gymnasiums packed to the max with kids. Classrooms of thirty four students. That's not a lot. I got a solution, sweetheart. We do things online. This teacher to student ratio, or student to teacher ratio would be in the millions. We fire all of you and you go get a fucking job somewhere else. And there's no chance of a coronavirus paying a visit. It's all on the internet. I'm not, lady, if you're listening, this $120 webcam, this $100 microphone, and this $50 computer, 150, 200, two, uh, oh no, 200. That's 350 bucks. You, this is not an opinion. I want you teachers to pay the fuck attention. This is not opinion. This is math. You can be replaced with an investment of $350. I don't know how long this, these, for five years, $350 a year. And it just takes one intelligent motherfucker who actually knows more than you, which is not hard, who's more interesting and engaging and, and, and entertaining you, which is not hard, to educate millions of little kids. You are worthless. You have no value. This is the only reason you have a job is because of political reasons, because of politics, to keep a jobs program open for you. You should be thankful as fuck you have a job, period. I mean, this is like keeping the horse and buggy industry alive. Oh, what are the, the horse farriers and the buggy builders supposed to do? We got to keep them alive. We got to keep them just like, get your ass over to the Ford factory, right? Fucking now. But it's all about you and the teachers. You should be thankful as fuck we've kept this up. As long as we've kept up commuting for 20 years, you should be thankful as fuck in the past 20 years you teachers have had fucking jobs. <clears throat> All of us have been living in this reality for days and we knew it could get worse. We scrambled to find soap, sanitizer, order our own mops, tape Lysol wipes to our classroom door handles. We did everything we could to protect ourselves. And our students during that time said ignoring our cries for help. Many of our teachers got sick. We got fevers and sore throats were unable to be tempted. The rest of us kept teaching. Our students coughed in their sleeves and in the hands in the air. Worksheets graded them. Is it safe to be here? They asked us. And we knew they lived with their grandmothers and insamina mothers of breast cancer. Two trains. Queens. Da, da, da. Do I have to go on? Even we told them, no, this is not safe. You're not safe right now. Actually, showing up. Our kids look to us like family. They trust us by example. Yeah, because they don't know who their dads are. New York City teachers won't forget. Oh, shut up. You'll take your fucking basic pay and you will shut the fuck up because you have no other alternatives because you didn't skill up. Go get another job. Go. 
Go get another job. Do it. Take your education degree and go apply to Goldman Sachs. Go down to Manhattan or Battery Park, rather. Go, go apply. <clears throat> well, I have good communication skills. On Sunday evening, after the mayor announced begrudgingly that schools would close, we thought we had finally convinced. Wait, what is this you shit? All of our scientists and hundreds of thousands of signatures. But uh, both my daughters, whom I, whom I pulled out of school the week before, began to cheer. Mommy could stay home. She could stay safe. Imagine that. Your children want you to stay home. Wonder if you could teach them at home. Uh, teachers should still report to school during the next week. Don't go, my oldest told me. Stay at home, my youngest beg. Was the father available for comment, or am I just being stupid? New York Times headline, the world is closed. Pictures circulated, ba-da-ba, yet New York teachers are still told to report to work. They sat in their classrooms with face masks and gloves, leaning out of the platform. Wouldn't it make sense for us to do this at home? Oh! Oh! You mean we don't? Need 34 students per class? We don't need classrooms. You could be that $150 webcam, this $150 microphone, and the $50 computer. Yes, you're getting it now. We are not first responders. Look, like I said, there better be some fucking bodies in the street pretty soon. And if there's not, I don't think you young teachers got to worry about shit. It pains me to read messages from teachers all over the city who have been unable to sleep, filled with anxiety and dread about going to their school buildings or meetings when they have lost trust in the city's regard for our safe uh, blah, 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 blah. Teachers. All right. <clears throat> Let's get to the super chats. Rahul uh, made a donation, so I'll have to go back. <laughs> Into the chat room. I'll have to log in. Just give me a second here, guys. Um, Half dollar. Gym is closed. How do I get the girls now? Dude, that's a problem. I've been walking around my apartment building. I do laps on the apartment building. That's cardio, though. So it's just push-ups now. I don't have a pull-up bar. Uh, The weights I did have are packed away. Um, Yeah, it's going to suck. Don't worry. Everyone's fat anyway. Who gives a shit? Everyone's fat. Ah! Just throw in the towel. There's a piece of me that kind of wants to say, ah, fuck it, throw in the towel, eat what I want, die early. There's not, there really, there isn't any reason, there's no reason to get up in it. Uh, what's his name? Maybe I got it here. Um, Jack Napier posted a picture of a hell of a looking gal. No, that's not it. Where did it go? It was, it was a good looking gal. Maybe I retweeted it. Hang on. Nope. 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 (sighs) Tweets and replies. No. 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 Here we go. For those of you that have Twitter, I'll put this in the... If you made women look like that, GDP would grow by 10% a year. That would solve all of our problems. Well, not all of them. It would solve most of our problems. Uh, Jared Pugh, Pug, Pugh, dial 99. How much salary justifies a bachelor's degree? Eh, four years? See, I, let, let's approach this more logically. I was, <clears throat> was going to say 50 grand, but that was just kind of a ballpark, which is still fine. Uh, it's what can, 
can you get for doing like a two-year a trade? And right now it trades. You could go in at 45, 50 for two years work. Uh, Self-study, depending on what you do, 45, 50. I'd, I'd say you got to go like 55. I'd say it's got to be about your starting salary should be above 55. Now, that all heavily depends on what uh, uh, the employment situation, what the labor market looks like after this coronavirus. But I'd say 55. If it doesn't pay 55 starting on average, adjusting for the economy, um, yeah, I'd start looking at trades or the military. Uh, the, the military. You always say to join the military. Yes. Yes, I do. But I might have to kill people. Yes. Yes, you might. I might get killed myself. Yes. That is a possibility. Not everybody should be reading Curse of the High IQ. <clears throat> the competent man. Holy shit, 20 bucks. That's the tragedy. Yeah, did I tell you the tragedy? Oh, my gosh, the irony. The Poke Bowl fund. Holy shit. I did a podcast yesterday. I, oh, boy. I think I made like 50 or 60 bucks, which to me is still fucking amazing. You went to me 25 years. Hey, kid, there'll be this thing called the Internet. What's that? Don't worry. It's on the computer. Lots of porn, but there's other shit that happens too, and that's the Internet. Uh, and then a, a quarter century from now, when your hair's all fucked up and turning gray, you're going to be yelling at it, and people are going to be paying you money through Super Chats. What's the Super Chat? Never mind. You'll figure it out later. So, and all these these uh, thoughts on the internet, they get pissed off and yell at their audience that they're not making enough donations. I'm just like, holy shit, man, five bucks. Woo. <laughs> All right, two, two Diet Red Bulls for me. I'll never get tired. It's the one thing. You, <clears throat> and you get old and you're like, oh, nothing's novel anymore. Oh. You know, you've been to Disney. You can only go to Disneyland the first time once, you know? You can only have sex the first time once. And then the novelty wears off of it. But I don't think I'll ever get sick. Not because I'm financially making money. That's true, too. But, well, the, the guy clicked the button, and then $5 ended up in my account. And then I take this, this plastic rectangle thing, I put it in the machine, and then I walk away with two Diet Red Bulls. It's like, I... I, I, I Oh, thank you, white man, for your investments and inventions. <laughs> I'll never get tired of it. So anyway, so yesterday I went like 50 bucks. Holy shit. Yes, maybe even after tag. I'm like, ooh, boy. Po can't go to Poke Bowl. There's no, I can't spend it. The Poke place is closed. I got to go find another Poke place. And I've gone to other pokey places, and I'm fortunate. The one that I like, the one that's got the best pokey bowl is the one nearest to me, but they're not open, so I got to go. <clears throat> I got to go past Woodbury. And uh, poor sad Cappy. I bought Mega Man 11 instead. Oh, I can't get pokey bowl. I'll go get Mega Man. I'll get a video game instead. Sad Cappy. All this money and no pokey bowl to spend it on. <laughs> Hey, teachers, fuck you. Fuck you, I'm making money. Leave you fucking all. <laughs> and, and, and the mayor didn't close down the schools. And oh my God, we had to have like vagina circles and safe spaces and meditation and therapists and in safe spaces. <laughs> hey, wow, five bucks. Oh, wow. 
I'm going to get Red Bull today. And you know how many gallons of gas you could get for that now? <clears throat> oh, man, I paid $1.65 for gas yesterday. Maybe this is the, yeah, I'm thankful for a dollar there. See, that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for a $1.65 gallon of gas. Thankful for the technology. Thankful for Corona Gin. Here we get competent, man. 20 bucks. Holy shit. That, that's a Poke Bowl. That's an entire Poke Bowl. I can't get the Poke Bowl. Oh, go buy another Diet Red Bull and some more gas. A competent man, homeschooling. I have a relative that homeschools. I thought it would be difficult, but they report they're usually about a month ahead of schedule. Our parents seem worried their kids are going to go behind. No. When you go to school, <clears throat> it's any, it's like insurance, okay? Follow me in on this. Anytime you bring a third party into a transaction, by economic math, by economic necessity, it has to be less efficient because that third party entity needs money to sustain its operations. Now, in the case of insurance, this is legitimate. There's nothing nefarious going on here. But <clears throat> the reason you buy insurance is in the statistical unlikely chance something very bad happens, and then you give money to this insurance company, and then the insurance says, okay, we'll insure you in case that bad thing happens. Now, for the insurance company to even offer insurance, it needs to take in more than it gives out. A lot of people, oh, the insurance companies make profit. Yeah, motherfucker, because if they didn't, there'd be no fucking insurance. So I'm not against insurance companies making some, a, a, a modicum of profit. Not usurious, but <clears throat> they're offering a service. That's what you're paying for. But in, in introducing a third party you have to cover their overhead expenses, things like that. For example, charity. Charity in the olden days, it was the giver giving to the receiver, either through the church or whatever. Now we have the government. And this is where it's like, oh, yeah, 20 cents or whatever. I don't know what it is. I think it's more than 20 cents. But for every dollar you pay in taxes to the government, only, what, 50? Somebody look it up. A fraction of that actually ends up in the hands of the poor people because you got to pay a third party. You got to pay the administrators and the assistant reserve diversity or training director of the welfare department. It, it, it's not just Bob sitting at the welfare department, lining up people's social security numbers to apply for welfare, take the money and, and allocate it. It's not that. No, we need a ton of, of fat bloated uh, affirmative action hires uh, because of the affirmative actions. And here you do this job that has nothing to do. We don't need you, but this is now the bureaucracy that we got to, we got to pay. <clears throat> go to Washington, D.C., you'll see. Um, so it's it's two welfare programs, one for the people actually on welfare, and then the lazy, no-good, talentless fucks that are employed by the welfare office. So when you eliminate school, it's you and your child. And in theory, and this is usually the case if you're homeschooling, you love your child more than the teacher's. <laughs> I love this coffee mug more than teachers love the children. And you don't have to pay for teachers. You don't have to deal with other kids. You are not held back by Bob the retard or Bob who doesn't know his father because his mom is a whore and spat out a kid and didn't raise him either. The problems that your kids aren't handicapped, the wink is sleep, that's not there. And when you get back, a one-to-one student-to-teacher ratio, that kid can ace through the stuff. And if you push them, you know, assuming you've raised them right from zero to five and instilled some concepts in them, you could, that kid could get, there's no reason a kid can't graduate at 14. No reason. 
But here's here's. I'm gonna find this is important. This is important. <clears throat> Here we go. Parent boomers, one sixty seven. There's no more important responsibility in the world than raising the children you decided to bring into existence. It is the ultimate responsibility in the entire universe. And even if you don't take the clinical, philosophical approach about the sanctity and value of human life, at least the emotional human side of loving your own flesh and blood ought to compel you to make damn sure you did your best job raising them. But as we've seen with other type of boomers, it's often the ones who are supposed to love you the most, or at least the ones you could trust, who are the ones who hurt you the most. And sadly, parent boomers were no exception. This isn't to say that parent boomers didn't love their children or were actively abusive. Parent boomers, like all boomers, can run the gambit from absolutely great and amazing people to the most viable and despicably evil people possible. But the real issue is not whether parent boomers love their children, as most of them did at some level. It's whether parent boomers love their children more than anything else. And as here we find most parent boomers' love for the children was secondary, even tertiary, to those same four ulterior motives that drove most other boomer behavior, <clears throat> laziness slash a fear of work and toil, self-love, profit, and politics. And nowhere is this more apparent than boomer parents tacitly refusing to raise their own children. Then it goes into outsourcing children, the schools, and the teachers, and the daycare providers, and all that. So I'm sorry, comment man. Yes, there's a handful of parents that actually love their children. Most parents do not love their children more than they love their careers or themselves. That's why they outsource it to daycare. That's why they outsource it to school. And once again, the great and merciful Corona Chan has opened our eyes. I'm like an acolyte of the goddess Corona Chan. I come here with my staff and my long hair looking like Moses with tablets. <clears throat> the teachers and the parents are guilty. I'm pointing my staff. And they don't know it's not true. Worship Baal. Worship Baal, the great government, the great state. No, you are lazy parents who don't love your children. You wanted to fuck and pass on genes, not invested a child, and you have outsourced it to the state. Now the great and merciful Corona Chan has eliminated physical schools, and now we see all the hypocritical parents. <gasps> I gotta raise my children. I don't want to raise my children. I just wanted to fucking pass out my genes, said every boomer and Gen X parent ever. That wasn't dark. Moving on to the super chats. Oh, it's going to jump again. It's going to jump. Oh, let me scroll up. And there's some high donation ones here. I, I, I'm going to have to log in and go back. You know what? Let's all do this. Why don't you all take a break? It's going to give, give me two minutes. I'm going to log in to the, the thing and do it correctly here. And then we'll go through the super chats this way. Wish Elkins was here. You could say uh, the girl from Ipanema.
And we're back. Okay, I found it. Thank you to Donovan Sharp. Check him out. Uh, oh, the Sharp, what is it? Not the Sharp Troop. What is Donovan Sharp's? Just look up Donovan Sharp. Go visit him. <clears throat> All right, here's Rahul for 200 real, uh, rupees. Hey, Cappy, sitting on a large cash, cash position, blue chip stocks, uh, Indian, available at throwaway prices. Is it time to load up or sit tight? I cannot give you a financial advice. I can't. I can't tell you if it's time. You could buy now, and it could lose 90% of its value and go down to pennies per share. I don't know. I do know that prices are about 30% cheaper than they were beforehand. Historically speaking, when there's blood in the streets, that's when you buy. I personally dropped another four grand into my uh, IRA account. I'm like, load up on that shit. And then it went down more. It went down more. So I, I've, I've lost a position. I'm perfectly happy, though, with that because I got it for 25% off what it was before. <clears throat> and, you know, you guys do what you want to do. But what I have found is if you take the behavior you do when you go buy normal shit in the real world, like let's say there's a really nice shirt I like at the at the shirt store, you know, the old shirt store. Shirts, we sell shirts. Hey, don't want to go topless? Get a shirt. The shirt store. Oh, oh my God. I was walking topless all this time. Who? Uh, it's an invention called the shirt. My God. So there's a nice shirt at the shirt store. And it's $100. Well, <laughs> and Aaron doesn't go to the shirt, so he doesn't get his shirt. All of a sudden, I go past that same shirt store. 50% off. Hey, 50 bucks off. <clears throat> or a video game. Oh, I really want to buy... Call of Duty, Vagina Wars, and oh, hey, look, here's a 100-pound waif that's carrying an M60 machine gun. Oh, yeah, I really want to play that. I, it, uh, it, it's $75.95 for the whole package, all the downloadable content and everything. I don't want to buy it. Also, it goes down to 20 bucks. Well, that's cheaper than what it was before. And I don't think it's like everyone keeps trying to time the bottom. When's the bottom? When's the bottom? It's not when is the bottom. It's did you buy it when it was on sale? You know, just like you would a pair of pants, just like you would uh, uh, <clears throat> happy hour. Like happy hour, you go to, hey, is a cheap burger. Was there a point in time that the burger was cheaper? That that company was selling burgers for like $3 burger days on Burger Tuesday? Possibly, but you're still happy you got it at a lower price than paying full price. So <clears throat> I don't know if it's time to load up or sit. I don't know. I can't predict the future. I do know it's cheaper than it was before. Uh, competent man, homeschool time for five bucks. <laughs> they didn't say anything. It's just homeschool time, five bucks. Josh Landrum. I think we are at Josh Landrum. Morning cap, your remote work. Morning cap. There we go. Cappy, remote working today. Corona Chan, the great and mighty Corona Chan. Thank you, Josh. What do you do, Josh? Don't, I guess don't tell us. We don't want you to out yourself any more than you have already. Euro Burns Marsh. Cappy says, Corona will likely hit the boomers and the blue cities hard. I find myself rooting for the virus. Am I a bad person? Anytime. Now, look, you have to be honest. I know we slam on the boomers, but we slam on them as a society, as a group, because as a group, they've, they've just fucked everything up. They've really just fucked everything up. Are the good boomers? Of course there is. Um, and that's why you have to always judge people by the, I don't see a boomer like, fuck you, boomer. I got to get to know him. Oh, you were a Vietnam vet and you became a doctor and now you got a house and, and you saved up for retirement. Cool. 
aces, boomer, because the individual, it doesn't, you know. Oh, you smoke pot and told people not to trust anyone over 30, and you became a sociologist, and then you fucked up people's lives telling them that you didn't need fathers? Yeah, I hope you die of the coronavirus. Where's, <clears throat> fuck corona. Corona's too good for you. I hope you're, you're, you have no family. I hope, and I hope you live a long time being by yourself with nobody with you. That's what I hope for you. Um, but when it comes to blue cities, again, yeah, either either conservative, libertarian, or simply not leftist people in, in blue cities, right? I don't, I don't wish that. But, uh, and I don't think it's even politics. Blue, red isn't it. Is it all right if parasites suffer? Yes! It's, we don't have to go blue, red, Democrat, red, da, 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 da. Are you a parasite sucking off of my life? That's it. Do I have to work harder to support myself because 40% of my income goes to pay for lazy fuck shitting on the streets of San Francisco? Yes. Fuck you. I hope you die. Yes. I want you to die. You're a parasite. Are we cheer on leeches and lampreys now? Do you like mosquitoes or do you slap them? There's nothing wrong with you wanting bad things to happen to bad people. I'm not saying they're morally bad, but effectively they are bad. They're parasites. I, no, there's nothing wrong with you having self-respect. That's what this really boils down to. But they have mental. Shut the fuck up. Is that my, how's that my, I love it. They, uh, I was on a discussion board. <clears throat> it's all these people in San Francisco because they're on lockdown too. Except for the homeless people who are now just setting up shop, shitting in front of people's nice apartment. And the guy I know. He's like, dude, there's people shitting. And everyone from San Francisco, because I looked, I click on the link. I'm like, San Francisco, he's in San Francisco. She's in San Francisco. They, they are so brainwashed. They have people literally shitting in front of their property. I don't know if it's on their property because it's who owns the, the sidewalk, I guess. But it, it, let's say their domain. And these people come rushing. Be thankful that you have an apartment. I'm like, how fucking brainwashed are you bitches and bros? That it's perfectly, dude, somebody shits on my property? <laughs> you shan't shit again. And, but these people rolling over on their backs because they like parasites. They like, <clears throat> uh, yeah, oh darn, I guess we're going to, I guess bad things are going to happen to the parasites and stupid non-self-respecting people. I, I can't, yeah. You know, but it's even worse. Forget Chan. You know what's even worse for blue cities? You really want to hurt blue cities? Have them implement blue policies. Minneapolis and St. Paul just lowered their speed limit down to 20. San Francisco, or California, got rid of the gig economy. Traffic, all up there. You, you don't wish them death. You wish them to have what they wanted, what they voted for. And they get that. <clears throat> they get that. Go to Tacoma. Shit in the streets, people panhandling. Well, yeah, we're going to give them heroin. <laughs> it's viciously not evil because they're, they're, they're not good people themselves. Here's a, here's a city program. We're going to give you heroin. The Twin Cities, they, they had a camp set up. Uh, you know, because people were setting up a tent city and I don't know, camaraderie, whatever. We're going to house you all in the same. Fine. Keep them alive. Yes. Keep them alive. Keep them on life support. It's no different than, than you're, you know, old and dying and in pain. 
That's what it's like. Maybe not as intense a pain. That's what it's like, what these liberal policies do to most of the liberals, is just keep them on life support their entire lives. They never get better. They never get well. It's just an entire life of pain. And what's you want to talk about the really, I'll, I'll give a little bit of forgiveness or understanding. Okay, you didn't grow up right. Your parent, dad wasn't around. You didn't develop a drug habit, whatever. It's still your fault on that one. But the real bad people are the enablers. Just be thankful you have it. And they give $5. They always prevent. These people's low is very, very low. And they always keep them above a little bit. Here's some more money. Here's some heroin. Here's your things. Here's your stuff. Oh, my God. I feel so sorry. Look at me. I'm a white single woman in North America. And I'm a good person who virtue signals. I care. No, you don't. You're ruining millions of people's lives so you can feel better and look good in front of people. Those are the real, real evil people and cowardly on top of it. <clears throat> you know, you say, oh, Aaron, you're so mean. Oh, really? Would I be mean? Rounding up all the homeless. You're all in fucking jail. There's no fucking drugs. There's no fucking nothing. You get your food. You're going to go outside. You're going to get your exercise. And when you all clean up, you know, I would, all right, you're going to get showers and haircuts. I'd even go like, you're going to get a suit. You're going to get some training. And you're going to stay in fucking jail until you get a job. And you're going to come back to jail. Work release program. <gasps> oh, gee, I wonder who's in the long term would be more successful and be more merciful and kind and caring. I know. I know. It's all. We got to all be mothers. Cake, 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 cake. Oh, I, oh yeah. Cake, 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 cake. No stick. <laughs> I want to get a horse with <laughs> the fuck up <clears throat> but um it it is disproportionately affecting the people who likely deserve it yes you're not a bad person but i would uh, demand you judge people individually not as groups when we talk politics and philosophy and you have to congregate you know ah men do this women do that in general uh but uh, no, you don't. You don't wish it. To. Oh, you're a boomer. Fuck you. Yeah, it's true bigotry there. David, one twenty-eight, twenty-five bucks. Woo, Clary. I work at a school, not as a teacher, but it's all true. It's all true. They think they are God's gift to the earth. They do. They do. These teachers, and they they have no perspective. I think that's another thing. They don't go out and work in the real world. They don't see people working real jobs. <clears throat> they believe the shit they've learned K through college, and they come out just twiddling the little 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 penis dick, little toothpick dick, thinking they're the greatest thing ever. Adriano Ramos, San Groper for West Aussies, no nickname for Perth plebes. What? Are you Oz? What is it? It's got to be an Australian thing. Uh, here, here. What's what, you guys? Let the women in. You keep letting the women in. Who's watching the door? Stephanie, Lisa, Franklin. Why is the meat sold out in supermarkets, but vegetables and alcohol are fully sold? I got the opposite here. The the meat's all there's all meat. The, the bread and the the paste, the pasta is gone. Uh, so we got a ton of meat. Vegetables are there. I don't know about the alcohol. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those scrolling. Oh, wow, 10 bucks. <sighs> Obsolete X for $10. For the love of God, spend an hour of your time listening to the speech given by John Taylor Gatto titled The Short, Angry, 
history of modern schooling on YouTube. The biggest red pill ever. Maybe I got nothing else to do. Can't go to the gym. I've been just hopping in my truck and kind of driving around at night. I'll go to the grocery store. Lines at the grocery store. Oh, my God. Empty shelf. And then I go at midnight. There's no light. There's no one there. And I go every night late at night because I want to keep an eye on some things. Just, you know, me, a little economist in me. I'm, I'm waiting for the day. I, I go in on one side of the grocery store. I go through the deli, see if there's something I can grab for a late night snack. Then I'm tempted by the to- uh, the donut, the donut cathedral. They got the donut. It's like uh, the red light district in Amsterdam, of which I've never been to, but I'm speculating. The women are dancing in the. It's the donuts. They're dancing in their cage. And I'm like, oh, ah, carb, sugar, and cholesterol. <clears throat> so I usually win that battle. And then I go and I, and, but then on the other side, but I walk through on the other side is where they keep the toilet paper. So far that's been toilet paper. I'm waiting for the day I make that corner and they just got a shitload of toilet paper because they, the, the toilet paper companies threw their machines into overdrive. And now we're going to have a surplus of toilet paper. You're going to see a classic bubble and burst the price of toilet paper. If everyone's tracking, I guarantee you it went up or whatever, $9 a roll. And it's gonna go down at thirty cents a roll. <laughs> Cause uh no, we got we got month long supply of toilet paper. We don't need a toilet paper. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those scrolling, rolling. Shoot him up, move him up, move him up, hit him in, hit him in, him in a raw high. Uh, if every kid is homeschooled, who's going to bully the wimpy kid? Dude, are there even bullies anymore? They cracked down on that, didn't they? You're almost happy to see a bully now. Wow, you got testosterone. They didn't beat it out of you, huh? DJ Aftershock, welcome back. The Wiseze wives have their Mary Kay business. (laughs) While their husbands, like the Denny Heckers, Tom Petters and Andrew War- Warford's slave away at the office. Oh, who's Andy Warford? Never heard of that guy. <clears throat> yeah, Denny Hecker and Tom Petters. This guy, DJ must know about Wyzetta, Uh, because Denny Hecker was this, uh, of, of he, there was Tom Petters who, uh, Finger Hut, that was the big multi-billion dollar scam. Then Denny Hecker had a scam. I actually ended up working on one of his old houses he used to own. A uh, real estate developer. Um, uh, bought Denny Hecker's house and then the house ended up being burnt down or torn down or something. Oh, there's no insurance problems there. But who's this Andrew Warford? Hang on. Let me get Andrew Warford. Uh, Maverick capital. Oh, here. The grape giant. But he's but he do anything illegal? If he did anything illegal, let's go news. You can't just say it was a, a, a I can't slam on the guy. It doesn't look like he did anything wrong. We cannot be smirch people here. Danny Hecker's in jail. Uh, but yes, the, uh, why Zay Housewives. Oh my God. 
I saw it so much. Mary Kay. Then there was the wine. Remember wine parties? And then there were sex toy parties. And then there was what else? A lot of them become, um, uh, what's it called? They either go into realty or they become, uh, they sell insurance, not insurance, financial planning. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, if you make money, do it. Yeah, people need financial planning. You know me. I'm all pro-saving money. You got to buy a house, but they don't make it. And then what else? Now, oh, the essential oils, all the women and their essential oil. Anything to avoid a real job, huh, girls? Huh? Like, don't become an accountant. Don't don't listen to what, for once, I agree with the feminist. Yeah, STEM. Let's get girls in Oh, whoa, wait, hold it. That involves math. I just want to be Sheryl Sandberg and, and, and talk about empowerment and, and leaning in and, and sticking my dick that I didn't have into people's business. I, I wanna I wanna I wanna stand like like this. Hang on, I'm gonna get rid of I talked about it yesterday. I wanna stand like this with, with a sharp black business suit on with one foot pointed out. So you see, I'm an important businesswoman. I have a Hillary Clinton business suit on and my arms are akimbo like this. And this means I'm really important. I have, I'm empowered. Oh. I, is there anything wrong with being a wife and a ma? Is there? <clears throat> I'm, it's a job, isn't it? I, I watched Lucifer and Geronimo's ma run all over the place. That's a real job. And it's an important one. I don't know. Do women just hate being mothers and wives? Is that it? I mean, what I'm trying to understand because there's there's what they say, and then there's genetics, and then there's the official line, and I don't know where the truth lies because there's the philosophy of, well, Maybe deep down inside as they cry themselves to sleep with a bottle of Merlot and, and they're petting their pussy. I mean the cat. And they got back from the nightclub after turning down a thousand guys, of which there's no more nightclubs, but, you know, never mind. Like, oh, I guess deep down inside she really did want to get married and have a kid. But then, well, that's in this small moment of weakness where they admit they're wrong. So in that literally one ten thousandth of a percent of their waking life, when they're by themselves, not interacting with anyone, that's moot. It's academic. Like, I'm trying to think of something like, let's say, okay, let me give you an example. Let's say the old captain had a dark life and he lived the life of a drag queen. But I kept that from all you guys. I kept it from you. <clears throat> oh, I go on the catwalk, on the catwalk, yeah. I shake my staff of Corona Chan on the catwalk. But I'm dressed up as the as the stripper people or the, the drag queen people. So you don't know. And that never gets out. That never gets out. As far as my interaction with society, did it matter? It never happened. And so from a philosophical point of view, who gives a shit what looks in the deep, dark hearts of the women's? Oh, you really wanted to have a wife? You want to be a wife and a mother? Well, the, for that one fraction of 1% of your life by yourself, you kept that to yourself. Well, it doesn't matter. What did you put forth in the real world? I guess you put forth it. Strong MBA-laden Carlson School of Business Management fish bicycle woman girl boss. That's what we got to deal with. I make some art. I make this great piece of art. I destroy it. It's never visited or seen by society. Did it matter that I made it? Not really, no. 
But I go out and I, I become an internet podcasting guy. That's the only thing that really matters. <clears throat> and so <laughs> I don't know. It would help if you girls were honest. If you if you're actually equal and brave enough to just tell us what the fuck you want. What are they afraid of? Like, oh, you want to be a mother and a and a wife? How dare you? Well, you you only get that from other women. Is that the other thing? You're so intimidated and ashamed by feminists and the K through college brainwashing, you don't dare step out of the hive. Well, I guess you're not really strong and independent minded or a critical thinker. Now, are you? You're a conformist. So then this brings in a whole question. Do you have agency? Are you capable of responsibility? Well, how are we to interact with you? What's your policy? I think the simplest thing is to actually grow a pair. Ironically, that may be the issue. And tell people what the fuck you want. You think you, you'd find men very receptive because every guy wants to fuck you. What do you want? You want me to hit myself in the hand? Okay. Uh, vagina? Cheekiness aside, what do you want to be wives and moms? Do you? Then do it. Say so. So you knock it off with me. I'm a powerful being with my foot standing on Hillary Clinton's suit on, and I got my I'm a businesswoman. I have a, an essential oils company. Corona champ popsicle? <laughs> hey, getting back to the previous question, is it okay that blue state people suffer, blue city people suffer? Here's the same thing. People live in a lie. All this feminist and da da da. I, I can't tell if they're living a lie. What is in the heart of hearts? I don't know. They sure the fuck seem unhappy and pissed off though. You know, and I don't know what the underlying cause of the rash or the bump or the or the zit is, but I know there's some kind of infection or irritation underneath there. I'm not the doctor, and I've, I've spent my enough time trying to figure it out why women aren't happy. You know what? Not my problem. Not my responsibility. That's why I write books for men. And, and sadly, ladies, yeah, except for the nice gals. I know I joke you girls come in here because you want to. But aside from this, there's very few select group of women that, that have the courage for independent thought and, 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 and true. God bless you. Women. But this is why I write truthful books for men. And going forward, I have Operation Evil, which among other things, it's not, not solely targeted towards women because men believe lies too. It's just different type of lives. But yeah, there's some horrific lies I'm going to be selling women. Yes, the target demographic is women. Yes, it is going to be not truth. Yes, if they follow it and believe it, their lives will be lessened. Yes, it is the Oprah business model. Yes, it's 100% legal. And the irony of ironies of Operation Evil is even though I will be hurting people, arguably destroying their lives, wasting their one little blip of existence and sentience on this earth and in this universe, and it's gone. I will be making them waste that. And the irony is they will worship me for it. They will sing my praises. Of course, it's not going to be under my name, but they will sing my praises and they will give me lots of money. Play a G5 airplane and some money.
Yes. <laughs> you want me to sell my friend, my client of 15 years, for a G5 airplane and some money? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Goody Room. I got to watch. I'm going to do that today. I'm going to watch me some Archer, some Black Dynamite, and some, and some Tropic Thunder. And if you guys want, uh, you guys watch something to do funny, watch Black Dynamite cartoon, Archer. I think everybody knows that. Black Dynamite on par with Archer. Nothing beats, nothing beats Venture Brothers, though. Nothing. That just edges them. It's just, oh. And then watch Tropic Thunder. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? You talking this entire time to me? This is the greatest guy flick ever. Oh, man. Oh, God. Okay, there's DJ Aftershock. Let's scroll down a little bit more. <clears throat> oh. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. Come on. Where are we here? There, Rahul. For 200 rupees. Hey, Cappy, why is long-term loans on real estate considered safe for individual investors, but not stocks? I mean, companies get to do leverage buybacks all the time, and that is considered smart. Why is long-term loans on real estate considered safe? <clears throat> well, the I'm only going to guess, uh, trying to interpret your question here. Uh, real estate, long-term loans on real estate is, is not, it's not, it's less risky. Nothing's 100% safe. Let's just put this less risky because you have the collateral of the real estate. And if you look at real estate prices, they don't do this like stocks do. Uh, real estate's also not as liquid. That's another reason you'll see prices go like this uh, because it takes a bit to sell a house as opposed to selling you know, 100 shares of IBM. Um, so there's less volatility. That's less risk. The asset is very tangible. It's real estate. If there's a house on it, even more so. It's in demand. People got to live somewhere. Uh, so that's why uh, you can lend out 80% on a house, 95% with some FHA financing or different mortgage uh, packages out there. <clears throat> I mean, companies get to do leverage buybacks all the time. That's considered smart. Yeah, but they probably pay a little bit higher interest uh, rate um, on, the, um, on the loan. And depending on their cash flow, uh, not not to give corporate America too much credit, but they've really tightened up cash flow operations and not to bore people with an accounting lesson. But if you look at the cash flow statements of a well-managed uh, company, it makes perfect sense. And it's actually relatively low risk because they'll be generating three times what the loan servicing costs are each year on that. And then usually what they're doing is they're paying down that, that loan as well. So as long as their, their solvency, their debt to assets ratio on the balance sheet is not too out of whack, companies can and do afford leverage. Um, <clears throat> and it's good for the stock, the shareholder. It's good for the corporate executives and manage it too. So I'm, I'm not too worried about it. What I'm more worried about is when you sell package securities like the ABS's mortgage-backed securities back uh, in the day when the talentless Wall Street fucks uh, would sell to a mutual fund or a hedge fund or a pension, but they that one had nothing to do with their their operations. It was just they were uh, brokers selling investments that sucked. 
Did I miss something? 299. God darn it. Oh, hang on. Let me go here. <clears throat> DJ Aftershock, five bucks. Why Zay Zay Rahul? I think we got them. I think we got them all. It's Pokemon. We got them all. Um, scroll down here. Is that what I wanted? I had some other stuff here. I had other stuff. Oh, let's do the sponsors real quick. Uh, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Push It Rubber Downhill by my good friend Adam Piggott <clears throat> over at his website, Push It Rubber Downhill. Um, if you would check out some other podcasters, here's a list of podcasters you could tune into. They got archives, so if you want to, you know, something to listen to. 405media.com, financialsurvivalnetwork.com, Silvio Canto, Canto Talk, C-A-N-T-O, O'Shea Jackson, TJ Martinell.com, World Class Bullshitters, BlackBrigade.org. Uh, my buddy DT, he's out there. He put up a, a bunch. Of, he's doing pretty good, actually. Um, he's put together a couple good podcasts. Entrepreneurs in Cars. Michael uh, Podcast.MichaelKingswood.com. SafetyPhD.com. Our good friend, Dr. David Perotum. The Goddamn Bacon. And Better Bachelor on YouTube. Better Bachelor, you can binge through that in about four days. Uh, some really good stuff there. <clears throat> oh, masculine geek. I gotta put him. Why is a masculine geek? Masculine geek. There we go. Let me save that. Why weren't they in the original? Oh, maybe that's on my laptop version. I got my mobile in the laptop version. Okay. Um now we got books. You guys know my books. Let me just go through the ones I gotta promote that aren't mine. Okay. The Ben Principle. How not to get me too. Uh short but necessary. Makes a great graduation gift to any young man about to go to college. If you could get young people to listen, I'd I'd very much appreciate it. But I I don't. Uh, I've given up on that endeavor. How not to become a millennial by Vince Barrick. I keep promoting this one. Uh, also, for those of you who did buy it, Vince sent me a an email or tweet rather, <clears throat> and he's like, I got a bunch of reviews and then nothing. And I looked into it, and it turns out that if you're going to leave a review, they, Amazon won't take your review. It won't post it unless you spend 50 bucks. And the reason they're doing that is because they're in this war against these fake reviewers where they'll buy some token thing under 50 bucks and, and leave a fake review. And uh, so now you got a bunch of reviews come in and then nothing. So if you did buy that book, How Not to Become a Millennial, uh, Vince would very much appreciate it if, I don't know, you bought another <clears throat> $12 of shit and then you left a review. Um, and I don't know how it works. I, I read through the article, skimmed through it, and I'm like, okay, fuck it. This is just another, it, it's just, this is the rule. Do you remember the Wild West? It is the Wild West. It is. All oh, the, the explorers, the pioneers went out first. They traded with the Indians. Oh, wow, look. This is Yellowstone National Park. It's not now, but they'll call this place Yellowstone National Park pretty soon. Mm -hmm. It's all free. The Wild West, the trains came out. And then the fucking law, the fucking government, and the fucking nanny Nazis came in. And that's what's happening to this digital Wild West. You have to spend $50 to leave a review. Like, oh. <laughs> Just fuck off. Remember when we could produce shit and we're free and GDP grew at 20%? Oh, no. No. 
you use the S word. We can't monetize that video because our vagina preciously fragile advertisers don't like the word vagina. They prefer hoo-ha. MGTOW's Guide to Retiring on $200,000 in Southeast Asia. Uh, check that out at MGTOWbooks.com. AcademicComposition.com. Go to AcademicComposition.com. His site was down for some reason. I don't know if he's under a DDoS attack or what. Um, but I emailed uh, Alex and I said, hey, uh, check, check your site. But when it's back up, if you're a student, you don't want to write your papers, College papers, because I don't think you could take kids as uh, clients. Um, go to academiccomposition.com. Oh, my gosh, a helicopter. Is someone actually dying? Are the zombies attacking? It's a low-flying helicopter. My goodness. Wait, I think the airport's that way. Oh. Um, so if you don't want to write your papers, have Alex and his team of writing staff write it for you. Okay? Save your time. Save your money. Go out. And I don't know. Watch Black Dynamite, fun TV show. Uh, but you go to academiccomposition.com, contact Alex, let him know that Captain sent you. Also, he's always looking for writers and advertisers, marketers rather. Uh, so if you are looking for a little bit of scratch, oh my gosh, what do I do? I'm a teacher. I got laid off. I don't know what to do. Um, why don't you work from home? I don't want to write. It's not my passion. My passion is to just hang out and have children praise me. I'm so important. I'm teaching the future. <laughs> if if you're teaching the future, here's a funny thing. If your teachers were so fucking great, how how do you explain the millennial generation? Like you were supposed, you were the ones who were raising, you were preparing them for the future. How is it you managed to raise an entire generation of fuck ups? They're in debt. They can't find jobs. They mortgage themselves. They're talentless. They're living at home. They're overweight. Holy shit, you teachers suck. You want us to give you more money to educate Gen Z? <clears throat> anyway, if you want to do a job that you could do from home, go to academiccomposition.com. Contact Alex. Let him know that the captain sent you. Um, we did all that. We did all that. We did all that. Oh, I got fan mail. We got fan mail. Damn, look at this chick with those cans. Holy cow. This is the chick in that bikini in Vegas. I think it's Vegas. It looks like Vegas. If every woman looked like that, guys would go to war. We'd get up and go in the morning. Um, I have my notes somewhere. Nope, that's not it. We did that. We did Poke Bowl fun. I talked about traffic. Oh, yeah, let's do some. <clears throat> let's do some. Hang on.
Here we go. Sorry for the delay. I'm j- I was laughing because speaking of big tech coming out to our digital wild west, I remember the days where username, password, you hit the enter button and it took you to your fucking email. It didn't say send username passcode to phone number. And then it opens up and then it's like, hey, do you want to do all this shit? Even though you logged into your mail, do you want to do this? Do you want news? Do you want that? Now I have to click an extra time to go <clears throat> to my email. Yes, that's why I logged into my email to go to my email. And then a pop-up. We here at Google Mail want you to know it's very important that we're working on because like shut the fight. This is what's gonna it's this is what's gonna boil down to. Let's go out a thousand years in the future, assume there's no economic uh, huge crisis. We're going to have so many robots and automation. All it's going to be doing is clicking. That's all we're going to do. Log in, username, passcode, <clears throat> and clicking buttons. And what is going to determine economic, number one determinant of economic growth is going to be how many fucking bullshit clicks to close out of a pop-up ad or this thing or that thing. Like how many clicks? That's what it's going to boil down to. And and they'll be like, hey, it takes five clicks on average to log into your email. Uh, and then the, the economic geniuses are going to pass a law that says it should only take three clicks. So, oh, my God, GDP increased 40%. We, we're able to send 40% more orders to the robots to make us more Ferraris and jetpacks because we didn't have to click as many fucking times. Just tries. You want to know what drives my blood pressure up more than anything else nowadays? It's this fucking constant. Oh, we don't recognize the IP address you're from. Can you go log into your email where we sent you a passcode, which also needs another passcode? It's like five fucking minutes to log into a goddamn email account. Yes, I did get your application sent. Are you sure you want to send? Yes, we here at Yahoo Mail want to let you know we're on top of the coronavirus. We are da da da. We value. Same thing with you know on the the helpline. Look, I'm not talking to the people on the helpline. Not talking customer service. Right, you guys. I feel so bad for you guys. I feel so bad for you. You got a shitty fucking job. I get it. <clears throat> People are calling up and you're, they're irate. And I've been very angry at times. And, and I don't take it out on the customer service person because I know it's not their fault. And what I will do, and I'll say, hey, this is not for you. This is like when they say this message has been recorded. I say, hey, you managerial boomer fucks. Yeah, all you MBLA and fucks. Fuck you, you pieces of fucking shit, you grand. Not this kid. This kid's working hard. He should be promoted. You fucks, I hope you die. I've, I've done that a couple of times. But I, will, I say, this isn't you. This is for the dumb fucks that put you in this position. Put me in this position where I got to sit here for three hours so I can... <laughs> the bank. <laughs> Spent three hours so I could be able to pay my credit card online. I had to go into the... fifth like. I got to come in and physically do this, huh? I got to be here personally to do Hold still. You're not, you're not anything of value to society, apparently. That's my impersonation, every banker ever. And so, <clears throat> but 
and I, and I know you're probably trained to do this for all the customer service people, but when we're on the phone with customer service, it means something has gone wrong. We're not back to normal. We want nothing more than to get back to normal. And we're like, yeah, okay. Uh, I need this. Da, da, pa, oh, you have that? Oh, here's oh another username. Pa- okay, let me log into my other. Oh, hang on. I got to get another username passcode to log into my other email so they know it's me because they think I'm from a different IP address. Okay, now uh, five. Uh, yeah, okay. I've done that now. You've done the thing. You switched the stuff. Cool. Do you need anything else? No. And when we say no, you know what every fucking person in the world wants to do? They want to hang up the fucking phone. You got into your life. No. Your baby boomer MBA laden power business woman suit activate fucking Hillary Clinton suit. <clears throat> uh, boss Fox have said, now you have to say, we really thank you and appreciate the data. And now I've just hung up. I've hung up on people. Because I don't want you people on the customer service line to take that personally when we hang up. But everyone should just be hanging up now. I think we can. Here's how we get back at our boomer bosses. Instead of inconveniencing everybody, because I know the, the customer service people don't want to. They got their script. And we appreciate you shopping at the barn house, the, the, the greatest shirt store ever. And if you have any quite that better, it's been appreciated. Talk to you, mister. It's like, dude. That shit right there, we could save 10%. We could increase GDP by 10% because we're freeing up so much fucking time. I don't have to log in eight different ways. Mr. Clear, we sure appreciate you buying shirts at the shirt store. If you have a click. <clears throat> so don't take it personally. Uh, this is from a client. I'm going to try and anonymize it here. I did get to check out your video you made for me, and I appreciate it. I'm definitely going to adjust my business plans accordingly. Thank you for everything. This is Asshole Consulting Request. If you have questions, go to assholeconsulting.com. I give you my wonderful, brilliant advice. Practices have tripled because I'm taking a month off. People have said, well, wait a minute. Don't you think you should really offer your services now that no one has anything else to do but maybe hire Asshole Consulting? Yeah, probably. I just don't want to do it. We get to do more podcasts like this. And Pokeball Fun, which I can't spend the money on the Pokeball. (laughs) It's funny. I don't know how to do it. Uh, thanks for having um, Also, I have some material for you. Use it if you want. My wife is a pre-K teacher. Yeah, I know. Unnecessary job, babysitting, etc. She loves it because she's teaching kids shit that their lazy ass idiot parents are. <clears throat> but that's beside the point. She's off work because of the beer virus and offered to come help me at my work. I almost put my 44 to my head because of the thought. But then I realized there was a silver lining to her actually seeing what I have to deal with on a daily basis. Oh, man. I live cheaply, but there's I won't lie, guys. There's some drawbacks to living cheaply. I'm in a one-bedroom apartment with GF. And I'll be working, man. I'll be working. And there's no walls. It's not like there's a, you know, like a, I don't have an office. It's like right here in the living room. So I was at work and Tina Oh, you're working? Yeah, yeah, I'm working. I know it doesn't look like it. I know it It doesn't look like it, and you all think us internet people just sit here and shit on the toilet, jerk off the porn, and it, but we really do work 
there's shit that has to be done. And I, because it was nice. The GF would go away. She'd go away. And when we'd come back until work was done, i get a full eight hours and now lunchtime. Hey, what are you doing? Not hanging out with you. I'm working. Want to get lunch? No. No, I don't. Want to get this work done so I have nothing to do. Because the girl, again, you girls with your time, you all think you're going to live forever because apparently there's no rush. Because, like, lunch to me is you eat your food and then you get the fuck back to get the fuck back to work. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Remember that place you were before you came over here? <laughs> they can do that. They can just sit there like, what the fuck? Leave. Get the fuck out of here. I have shit to do. This is more the case you run into it when one of the, and this also happens the other way where women will still uh, be working or maybe women are at home and then the guy retires and the guy just kind of gloms onto the woman. And the women are like, uh, dude, I got my fucking social clubs and things. Got my workout. Get the fuck out of here. So it goes both ways. But I can't wait till I have my own office. Oh, when my house is built. I thought the patio was going to be what I'd like the most. And I'm thinking it's just going to be my little, my little office, my little recording studio with machine gun turrets on the outside with black and yellow do not cross caution tape. Then, then it'll be like a steel gate with a bank vault Ferris wheel lock. Nobody will be allowed in there. Just me. Oh, won't be able to hear anything because it'll be soundproof. And then they'll know. There'll be the visual. Oh, he's working. He, where is he? He's trapped in his vault producing genius fucking shit on the internet. Will anyone appreciate it while he's live? Oh, hell no. No. He'll, he, oh, God. I'm so convinced, guys. I, I did a video on this, where the, but I think it is going to be. Oh, he, that's what they're going to say about me in the future. He was ahead of his time. Which means I'll die like Nietzsche or all these other fucking Edison, all these people who, who came up with brilliant shit. Then they died poor. And then it wasn't until after they were dead. Oh, my God. Look at this. Holy cow. Dude know how to solve poverty. Shit. Well, no, his books are free domain, but I bought them and now I make a billion dollars a year selling a book I didn't write. That's what's going to happen. <clears throat> he was ahead of his time. Fuck. <sighs> But yes, I understand. <laughs> but he, he thinks there's a silver lining to this. Uh, there's a silver lining to her actually seeing what I have to deal with on a daily basis. So I agreed, told her to not bother coming into the office till nine. I was there at seven preparing for her arrival. She got there at nine. I had a short list of simple bookkeeping BS and a few bids to be copied and finalized. One hour of work for me. I left the office and prepped for the day jobs. At noon, she was almost done. So it took her three hours for what it took you to do. In one. And I took her to lunch. Then after hearing what I had in store for the rest of the day, she decided to go home instead. But the womans are equal. They are equal, damn it. Actually, I know a gal who would love, she could cover your six on this one. That's our good buddy, Jesse Price. The only woman, the real Rosie the Riveter. She actually works on oil rigs and gas rigs. She is a mechanic. She'd be covered. But for one of her, there's literally millions, millions of pre-K babysitting women. And, and not to besmirch your wife, but ladies, just look, either be equal or not. That's all we're asking. You want to be equal? All right. Start fucking. <clears throat> Let's go, garbage man. 
Let's go. We're going to change your oil. What was it? What was it? It was something. Oh, there's a chip in the wind. Can you do that? No, you do it. <laughs> Fuck you. You got to let him do it every once in a while. No, you're doing this. No, 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 no. Even if they are traditional women, it's good to do what he's doing. Like, yeah, come here and see how well the other half lives. It's not all power woman activate. Take form of Cheryl Sandberg. You know she's just a rich Kuanta, haha. Daddy's girl. Dad was rich, had connections. And she she didn't earn it. A little little note there for you, ladies who all bow down at the altar of Baal. There, <clears throat> and unless you have rich parents, you're not going to power woman activate, take form of Kuanta, haha, with connections and no skills. Uh, ba 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 At noon, almost done. Uh, then after hearing what I had in store for the rest of the day, she decided to go home instead. So I went to a drill, a well, in peace by myself. And needless to say, I won't have to worry about my wife saying how easy my job is for a long time now. This virus has been the best thing ever. Enjoy the decline. It is. It is. <clears throat> I, because uh, I go out shopping late at night. And we, we had enough. We had like a month, uh, three months supply. But I, I, that might be a little bit old. So I went and I bought some other stuff. We got to go to the grocery talk. We're Damons. D-A-E-M-O-N-S. <clears throat> Damons. What's a daemon, Aaron? A daemon is a program, basically, operating in the back of your computer that you never see. And it makes the computer work well. I don't know if you guys remember the episode of Family, or not Family Guy, Futurama, where like little nodes got into Fry's body and they're always making them do good. Like they would build them up, build them up. That's what men are. We make everything look nice and run the water that comes out of your faucet, the electricity, what it goes. That's us. Yes. I know there's probably 5% of women engineers and electricians and plumbers. And I, I understand that that's us. Right. And you can stay on the top decks of the Titanic and sip your while. Am I going to, but if any point in time, ladies, you want to come down, see how the, the engine, the bowels of the Titanic work. You can't. You guys got to You got to stop. Like, oh my god, she might get upset. No, you're doing your own oil. Let me show you, Mike. Come here. Oh, Windows Ten. That was fun. Everything had to be. Um, can you do the Windows Ten for me? No. <laughs> no, I can't. Oh, <laughs> even if they don't do it, they realize. Oh, here we go. Here we go. An important update from your internet service provider. Da, 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 yeah, coronavirus. We just want to let you know. Da, da, da. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> but yes, that's you. You. Uh, it's good to let women see the other side. It's very good to let women see the other side. Yes, I know you like silver and gold and other similar investments at times like this, but here's something my grandpa always told me. You can't eat assets and gold tastes like shit. Be ready to get with buy with less and only invest in ammo and medicine. Yeah, I know. I got it. I got it. Everyone thinks I'm not prepared. I, has no one any faith? Does no one have any faith? Look, I'm not like every other podcaster out. Not every other, but the vast majority of the conservative, libertarian, right-wing podcasters. This is how it should be. Da, 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 da. And then you meet them. It's like, oh, you're a basement-dwelling virgin or your wife is fat and she doesn't want to fuck you and you're fat yourself and you can't run more than a mile and you don't have a gun. You don't know how to clean a gun. You don't know how to field dress a deer. 
Oh, so it, it is really just a show for you. On the real article, guys. On the re- you want me on your team. Let's put it that way. I'll explain to you. Let me explain to you how it works. Here's what you got to get. Okay, it's a simple rule. Let's forget like all the specific individual things you need to be to be a prepper and to be ready and uh, be a man. Uh, here's here's all you have to do. If the shit hits the fan. Whatever people are around me and, oh, my gosh, we got to do something, I have a very simple policy. It's I'm either in command, complete total command, if you people are around. But if you get, not if someone challenges me, defiance, I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie about the, the Jews out in Poland that were hiding away from the Nazis. I am in complete and total command. You do exactly what I fucking say. You do not question my authority. You do it when I say with uh, now, now, motherfuckers, and if you don't, and if you don't, I stand a better chance by myself. That's how you prep, where it's like, I stand a pretty damn good shot on my own. And the only way I can increase my chances of survival <clears throat> is if I have a group of people doing exactly what I tell them to do. Which is usually not the case. There's usually going to be a strain. Which, in that case, at a point of emergency, you got to shoot them. That's what happens in Defiance. It's like the, the other guys came in. We demand more meat. Da, 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 and he just shoots them. Because leadership is of ultimate importance. But you got to be to that point where you don't need anybody else. And if there is even a slightly compromised individual within that group, <clears throat> you either can kill them or you're like, nope, done, bye. I need to get over that mountain. I know I can get over the mountain because I'm not a fat fuck. I'm not a diabetes candidate. I stayed in shape. And I could carry my rucksack up that mountain, get over it, where the enemy isn't. Oh, look, a bunch of stay-at-home soccer moms who stuff their faces and don't, hey, oh, you got some nice, you don't have even hiking shoes. Oh, look, your fat, neat son who lives at home and weighs 300 pounds. I mean, fuck it. That's, that's the level you got to get to. If you want to be the survivor, you want to be prepared, <clears throat> you must be able to do it alone. As I tried, I've told you the story before, I'll tell you it again. I thought, huh, you know, thinking through it, reading Jack Donovan's book, um, The Way of Men, very important. Like, yeah, number one thing would be to have a team, to have a tribe. You, you got to have safety in numbers, okay? And like, all right, I'm going to form like a militia. And not and that was too harsh a word, but just like a team of people that if oh shit the electricity goes out, let's all form, take sli- shift sleeping, we can all get good rest. We maybe have a doctor in there, uh, somebody knows how to make food and all that other shit. Yeah, I'm up for it. Okay, good. We're, well, we're going to run. We're going to train. We're going to learn to clean. I got a buddy. He knows everything about guns. He'll teach us how to clean and assemble and disassemble. Nothing, fucking nothing. You either are able to be a lone wolf or you're not. And then you give the authoritative command, I am in command, or you guys can go fuck yourself. And seriously, depending on nothing pisses me off more than when I'm in the middle of, like, it's not a real emergency, but time is in the seconds matter. Car breaks down. You got to catch a flight. Something else. There's a time. There's a limit involved. We got to make every. And then, I, okay, do da ba ba. And then some motherfucker asks me why. Well, why? 
That's the time. See, now you can't do this in the real world because we have law. But in a post-apocalyptic world, well, why? I don't want to. Boom. Done. The, the, the Huns are attacking. Genghis Khan is coming down the road. You're second of asking me why, let alone me trying to explain why. Nope. Too much liability. Out. Do what I fucking say right fucking now. And if not, Cappy can run. Ooh, boy, Cappy can do high altitude and go uphill. Cappy got his cardio done. Cappy can carry his rucksack. Cappy knows how to clean a gun. Cappy knows how to dress a wound. Cappy, survivalist of one. I'm tired. Hey, you know you saying I'm tired? That just took a calorie of energy that you could have invested hiking another step. All right. Are we out? Are we done with the super chats? Oh, let me go here. Let me refresh this. I'll just do it this way. <clears throat> uh, Alex, good. We're down to that. Where do we go? Another woman. As a germaphobe, I'm happy this virus has made people learn basic hygiene. Living in L.A. driving now feels like driving down the 15 towards Vegas. Yeah, I bet you it's empty. Uh, Matt Baldoni down in Vegas, uh, if you ever go to Vegas and you like the uh, the Bee Gees, take a look at the Australian Bee Gees. Our, our buddy Matt plays there. Not now. He's saying you could fire a cannon down the, the main drake. There's nothing there, which is surprising to me because when I go there, you avoid the strip because it's just traffic jam. And now I kind of want to go. Uh, because it, I just want to see that. You're not going to see that ever again. Um, let me see if, speaking of which, let me get. Okay. Here, um, Ryan Stone contacted me, and now Rich uh, Cooper contacted me. By the way, moving um, Rule Zero, they're doing a, uh, <clears throat> a meetup in uh, Vegas. They were doing it. To October, adding an extra day if you want to join uh, join us and take a speaking slot, make some money. Well, dude, <laughs> I don't know, Rich. Do I want to make money? Yeah, sure. There we go. And Cappy made some money on that day. Um, and then Rich and I are talking 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Playing this for the afternoon, but prefer uh, Eastern Standard. It's eight fifteen. Yeah, that's eight fifteen. So I got my Dungeons and Dragons tomorrow, and I'll be on Rich Cooper's show uh, the day after. No, wait, today? No, tonight. I'm on Dungeons and Dragons tonight. Tomorrow. I'm with Rich Cooper. All right. And so for those of you who did sign up for that Rule Zero meetup in Vegas, that's been canceled and moved to October. Uh, so I'm kind of glad I didn't buy my, my ticket then. I wanted to go. Wanted to go drive down the empty streets. Um, Let me go through. Make sure I got all the super chats. Are we done? Are we done? Can I go home? Are we done? We done? Chad Alkins. Oh, wait, is Mary Jo? Hang on. Let me put Chad and what's her name on the show? 
get these kids in here. Uh, I'd have to log into Facebook to invite Mary Jo. I don't want to. That's kind of pain in the butt. Hang on, guys. Just hang on. <clears throat> they may not be in. Forget it. Let's call it a night. Let's call it a day. That way I can go take some of this money and go buy a debt Red Bull. All right. You guys got questions? Cappy's got answers at assholeconsulting.com. If you got a lot of money, prices have tripled. Um, Get the books. Give you something to read. We'll probably do another podcast tomorrow. Although, no, maybe I'll, I'll just go for a long walk. I don't know. What is there to do? Um. We'll have the Masculine Geek podcast tonight where we do Dungeons and Dragons. You can join the epic adventures of Sled and others. And uh, then tomorrow I'll be on with, uh, with Rich Cooper. And we'll talk to shit there. That's it. We'll see you guys later. Toodles. <laughs>